What's up, everybody? It's LG Set here. Today is January 3rd, 2022. It is Monday. It is the start of a new year. You're listening to the First Minute Podcast where I talk about marketplace trends, big sales, and everything going on in the world of NFTs. It is our second year doing the podcast. That's right. The anniversary of the podcast is coming up this week, January 7th, 2021 was the first time we put out an episode, and we will be a year old as of this Friday. Very exciting. Thank you for being on this journey. We have a great show for you today. That is, again, just another classic LG rant to kick off the year. I'm going to be talking about my 10 rules for NFT trading this year. Yes, right. I've got some veteran experience. I've been around for like a year and a half, so I'm pretty much a pro. Not really. I am not a pro. And nothing here is financial advice, as you know. I'm just a guy at his house who, I guess I like basketball, but I mainly like NFTs, right? This is the first bit. There's a lot to unpack, okay? It's the first one of the year, and we're gonna start by talking about my holiday break, where we were a year ago, and then of course, the Top Shot and also NFT pump that's going down before we get to my 10 rules for surviving NFTs in 2022 or whatever cheesy title you want to come up with. So a little recap of my holiday break. You know, it was a little hard because of COVID. It pretty much is the, this is the time I think that like everybody got COVID. I didn't get it. Not that I know of, thank God. Um, but if you or anybody was affected, I'm very sorry to hear that. A very hard holiday season for a lot of people. I was able to travel just a little bit. I went out to Vancouver Island. I stayed in a nice little hotel. Didn't talk to anybody. Didn't didn't do anything. It's it's obviously very weird to travel now. Even just to take a boat and go sit in a hotel for a couple of days is, is a little bit weird. And I have to say, I don't mean this to sound really cheesy, but I kind of see everything that I see now, like that I do now, as being like a tokenized thing. Like, like why can't my hotel points be tokens. You know what I mean? Like it's like, why can't the free water, all the stuff they want to give me for free? Why can't I resell that as a token? Right? Like why it's like a, it's like a, you know, airdrop of, of water they're giving to me. It's very strange to kind of walk around the world now seeing everything in the light of NFTs and crypto. So it's strange how that, how that works. Uh, I hope you guys all had a great break. I know many people might have spent the break actually looking to more NFTs. The market definitely feels that way. Either way, I hope you got nice and recharged for this year. It's very late now to kind of jump into like a year end recap. Like that's mainly what everybody did last week. So I think it's that's kind of done. I'm not going to bore you with that because you already know everything that happened in 2021. But I will say, I will take a minute to look back at a year ago today, mainly in the world of Top Shot, where there were fewer than 5,000 users at the time, which like literally probably only like five or 10% of that actually hung out in the Discord to chat. It was a very small, close-knit community at the time, but at this week last year, it had definitely started to pick up. Top Shot was in the middle of running a Tyler Hero promo to start the season. It was only like the second or third week of the season because it started on like December 22nd or 23rd last week. The season opener set had just come out, a rare set minted to 350 each, which I thought was a lot. And I actually, I, I believe I missed out on the drop. Like I just wasn't around for it. Either way, lots of people were starting to get curious about Top Shot at this time. Enough for me to start this podcast because people needed info. And if you go back and you listen to the first couple episodes of the first mint, you'll see that I'm mainly just talking about like, here's what the sets are and here's what rarity is and here's which players you should buy. Those this kind of basic info that people needed about not just Topshop, but NFTs back then. And I also used to talk about like, hey, here's some 
players to look at that might be doing well, like DeMontis Sabonis and stuff, right? It's funny how far we've come. I still talk, I guess, a little bit about that kind of stuff, but I feel like we've come so much further. I feel like the part where it has to be an introductionary podcast is so far behind us. So if you're here today and you've been with us and you're in NFTs and you understand what's going on enough to, to want to trade it and listen to some tips for this year, I'm proud of you. You should be proud of yourself too because you're, you're way ahead of a lot of other people. Zooming out a little bit more on a broader scope, very few people knew how to use things like OpenSea or MetaMask, even way less than Top Shot. And there was no like other NFT marketplaces really other than Rarible. Even Flow didn't even have other NFTs other than Top Shot. It was a very small world at the time. But I think now it's safe to say that at least the word NFT is very mainstream, even if most people don't actually have any. The market is so multi-layered. There's so many different chains. There's so many different projects. And there's so much money and so many people coming in every day that it's at least on the brink of mainstream. This past week, OpenSea, the very popular NFT marketplace, as you may know, climbed to 900,000 active users, which is like one of their, it was one of their biggest leaps. They grew like 200,000 in the last two weeks. They yesterday hit their biggest single volume day since September 2nd. They hit $187 million in sales, secondary sales, which is the highest again since September, that day being $200 million. And a lot of people asking why it's happening. There's a lot of speculation out there. People saying that, you know, maybe it's some of the big funds, some of these big uh, hedge funds or, or VC funds or whatever it is, have been waiting a while for the start of the year to start spending like crazy because that's when money's coming off the books and they can. Some people speculating that. Others saying that, you know, it's just, it's kind of felt like it's been coming. You've been due for another big NFT bull run. And obviously there's been some pretty high profile purchases, mainly of Bored Apes, which obviously always give us an indicator of what is going to happen in the market when they start to move. And overall, maybe it's just because NFTs are great and people are finally discovering them. The NFT market is enormous, really, when you zoom out, because that's that's just OpenSea volume. That's, that's just things that are on Ethereum and Polygon. There's so much more outside of that, even in our little corner here of the NFT world, which feel like Top Shot used to be a much bigger part of it, but now we're still in a, in a nice little spot here, and it's kind of an enjoyable spot. Yesterday on Top Shot was not, you know, not short of its own uh, big-time volume, over a million dollars in sales in 24 hours, which is a, a pretty decent number. We've hit that number many, many, many times, and it seems like this time it's being accompanied by a very nice positive boost in sentiment because it seems like people are kicking off the year really thinking long terms in terms of their collections. I've seen a lot of people talk about finishing sets. We're seeing some of the sets that are, I guess, supposed to be important, like Throwdowns 1, Throwdowns 2, In Her Bag, uh, the latest run it back, and, and a few other, you know, kind of big time common sets like seeing stars of hustle and show finally hitting, you know, pretty decent completion numbers, a lot of them above 50% completion. This past weekend, we also had over 30, I think 30 sales of $3,000 plus or, or, or something around that. So top shot market, not on the same level, let's say as open sea market, very different though, but definitely healthy as it starts the year. Yesterday on Twitter, I posted uh, some what I consider to be my very basic Top Shot strategy heading into 2022. I said that, you know, collecting sets, full sets is important for airdrops and 
benefits, so that stacking collector scores so you can get into high priority queues, which also includes team stacking, of course, of your favorite team, important, so that getting players and teams that you love, of course, of course, the most important part is getting stuff that you actually enjoy, uh, but also because there could be some kind of promo for that player or that team down the line. And then my fourth bullet was to stack tickets, uh, trade tickets slowly for for what could be some utility for them beyond the Series 1 packs after those are all done. We saw some great additions in the comments from the community. We saw some people say stack four-star rookies, add some premium rare moments to the collection, add some top shot debuts, buy cheap moments to the best players for challenges, for flash challenges. It's very good advice. And of course, to find your community and tribe and hang with them, which is the most vital part, which brings me to my 10 rules for NFTs in 2022. And these are just as much for me as they are for you. This is just kind of like what I'm going to be sticking to. And, and they are pretty generic high level advice, but maybe even if you know these, maybe it is time for a little refresher, or maybe this will help be a little bit of a guiding light for you. So number one on my guiding rules for NFTs in 2022 is be open. That's right. Be open to new things. When when new NFT projects, crypto projects come across your plate, you might not like them right away. They might not be something that you typically look at. They might be hard to grasp, but but that doesn't mean you should turn the other way. NFTs are going to change a lot this year, both technology-wise and culturally-wise, and saying no too often is not a good move. I did it a lot in 2021, and it came back to bite me as I missed on a lot of really cool projects. So rule number one, be open. Keep an open mind. Rule number two, diversify. Top Shot is cool. Flow is cool. But man, there's so much more out there, even beyond the stuff on ETH and OpenSea. There's so many other blockchains to look at, like uh, Solana and Tezos and, and, and all this other stuff. And I'm not saying go and spend your money there or whatever. And I'm not saying it has to be just from a financial standpoint, because obviously that's what diversify usually stands for. But I mean, from a sense of community and utility, there's so many other pockets of this space to, to discover. And even if you go look at them, diversify by a bit, and then realize you don't really like them that much, it will definitely make you a far better collector to have your hands in a few other pots. Number three, trust the process. And this is for projects that you love, not just Top Shot, but other ones. If you think the team, the long-term vision and plan, and the execution are good or are going to be good, then don't sweat the short-term dips. People freak out when they have a lot of a project and the floor price starts to go down. But man, it's really hard to stay steadfast and to not like waver too much. But the projects that you really believe in, you got to bring that conviction and believe in them long term. Not everything just flips and makes crazy profit in a week or two. Some of it takes months, some of it takes years. So you got to trust the team if you really believe in them. Number four, take risks. That's right. Obviously, don't spend anything that you can't afford to lose and do your own research. Don't take this as financial advice, but take some bigger risks. This is an incredibly risky area. This isn't a place for those who want to be safe. This is a place to maybe make big money, create some big collections. And that's kind of how it is in NFTs. So don't hesitate to properly ape in and get a little risky when the time calls for it. Number five, and this is a term... From the TV industry, you used to use in the TV industry when you, you would film a scene and you spend a lot of money on it and then you realize it didn't really fit into the final product. It's called kill your babies or don't hesitate to kill your babies. 
And I mean your babies as in NFT projects that you really loved. And this might be contrary to the other advice, but NFT projects that you really loved, but that you know deep down in your soul are dead. And that you're maybe just telling yourself maybe they'll come back one day and you're hanging on to them for a little too long. Don't hesitate to get rid of them. Number six, get your shit in order. And I don't mean NFT collections here. I mean your taxes, your accounts, whether you're opening an LLC or a corporation. Get your ledger, get your hardware wallet, especially if you're on Ethereum. Get your password manager. Tell your partner or your mom or whoever where your passwords are and how much crypto you have so that if something happens to you, they can manage it for you. These things are not things that become priorities until it is too late and you wish you had prioritized them. Do not make the mistake of not taking these things seriously. Get your shit in order. Number seven, find your tribe and meet them in real life. I mean that. Make a serious effort to sink into the communities that you love, whether it's one or it's multiple. Spend some time in DMs getting to know people. And then when you can, and without breaking the bank, make time for that IRL meetup. The friends you're making here, they speak your language. Unlike anybody else in the world, they understand what you're going through and what it is that we're doing. So make some time to make some FaceTime. Number eight, stack some crypto and learn a little bit of decentralized finance, DeFi. Whether it's Ethereum, Flow, Bitcoin, you want some of those. Don't get me wrong. You want those. They are, in a sense, less risky than NFTs because their currencies are traded in a completely different way way. And if you believe in this space long term, then you have to believe in the building blocks, which are the cryptocurrency, specifically Ethereum and definitely a little bit flow. I think it needs to evolve a little bit more, but I'm, I've am i been stacking some flow personally. There are a lot of great ways to learn about DeFi's literally just by Googling it and find some place to stake your cryptocurrencies once you have them. You can stake Flow in your Blockto wallet. You can stake Ethereum in an app called Lido. It's very safe. And hold. Just forget about it all. And again, if you have that long-term conviction in the space, it'll be worth it later. You'll be happy that you have it. Number nine, keep cash on hand for the bad days. We know that the dips get ugly in the space. And I mean like really, really ugly. Not just in Topshop, but in all the NFT market. And having some cash on hand like Dapper or USDC or whatever it is will really help you maximize those opportunities. Back to my earlier point about risk. Being risky, not spending too much or what you can't afford, but taking those risks when it's time. Those bear markets are hard to see from bull markets like right now, but they will come without a doubt, and you want to be ready. Number 10, the last one, the most important one, don't lose sleep. We're all degenerates here, of course, and this is some big money shit that we're talking about here, so obviously it's going to be on your mind, but how are you going to enjoy your collection or any of your money if you're not around, to enjoy it. It was hard for me at the start of the year. I lost a lot of sleep trying to cover Top Shot like an absolute maniac. And yes, it helped bring notoriety to myself in the first mint, but man, at what cost? It has been a really hard habit to shake, to accept sleep nights that are only four, five, six hours long, especially if you have kids or family. And it could be especially hard to sleep for eight hours, but you gotta get that time in. And it's something that I have to commit to as well. And that is 
going to do it for us today, folks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us. If you've been with us since the beginning, thank you so much. If you just joined in the last couple months, it's great to have you. We've got plenty more content coming your way from the First Mint. So we see you next time on the First Mint.